Welcome back to Super Tuesday Recap. This is your host, Chris and Deepom here. And uh, we are back with our first of um, when we're going to talk about uh, two uh, different shows on the same episode. We're going to do Flash first. The Flash is back. Season 8, Episode 1, Armageddon, Part 1. When a powerful uh, alien threat arrives on Earth under mysterious circumstances, Barry, Iris, and the rest of the team are pushed to their limits in a desperate battle to save the world. What did you think? The show's back. Them boots ain't yellow. Um, I mean, I, 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 you know what? I thought that too. I was like, this. I, never, gonna, I, I, I have a feeling we're gonna get there. I think it's gonna be a plot point. I don't know what the neat boots need to be a plot point, but <laughs> they got all these episodes to fill. I get it. Um, I loved the self assurance of the Flash at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the bullet train about to climb. I'll also get milk for your coffee. Don't worry. Yep. I can take care of all this. I'm the Flash, and it was. I liked it because, first of all. They made a very big point of having Danielle Panabaker walk down the street in a full full body shot. <laughs> it's like we're no longer she's no longer pregnant. Here we go. It's like, she, it was like okay, we get it. She's we not on it. bed. She's not on bed rest. <laughs> she's not sitting behind a computer or laying down or killer frosty. It's like she's like okay, we get it. You guys did it. Congratulations. Um, but I liked it. I liked the fact that we opened with their friendship because mm-hmm. Cisco's gone, and. It feels like everyone else is kind of in a mentor place with Barry, mm-hmm. except for Caitlin. Mm-hmm. So I think that that was good that we got kind of the, the first auspices of old school Flash, Team Flash there. I enjoyed this episode tremendously because I think it did a really good job of setting the table for a lot of things that we know are going to happen. We know we're getting a new Adam. We know Thawne's going to come back. And he's not as fast as Barry. We know that Barry is going to keep teaching his kids. And the juxtaposition of this Barry Allen with the previous seasons, this is a confident, self-assured Flash. This was this is the Flash you and I have always talked about. Mm-hmm. This is the final iteration of Teacher Flash. Like when he talked to uh, Ray, he's like, hey, look, you know, I get as much from them as they get from me. That's some old man shit. Yeah. And that to me is was what I liked about this episode too is – you, we it finally feels like I mean and again as always and and again I'm saying this knowing that it's all gonna fall apart because that's just that's the story of the Flash mm-hmm. right you get the, mm-hmm. but I, I think what's always been missing is the confidence of the Flash first because it needs to be what he leans back onto and so like you said this episode of him being you know literally being the Flash you know and and it feeling like that and like you said people coming to him and not and I'll be honest not just him but Iris too like. I'm yeah. like, cause I'm not gonna lie. I was a little worried when I saw her doing a podcast. I was like, we still, we still on this, we still on this out of the, out of a, out of a shoebox type deal. Like you haven't, you haven't leveled up. And then I realized it's like, oh no, they have leveled up. They're now Central City Media, and they've actually formed a media company. I'm like, thank God. You, you need, we need to step up. And and so it feels good because it feels like everyone is moving on. Even like you said, it's opening up with Caitlin and Caitlin going like. Hey, I'm thinking about getting out there dating. It seems like a small thing, but you're right. You know what? You do need to get out and date. <laughs> you know, it's been... Ronnie died a minute ago. He did. He died a minute ago. You do need to date. I need you to go out there and get you some. Please, Frosties. I mean, granted, it's it. she's going after the bad guy, but, like, it's still... She's, she's doing something, right? I don't know. You know. Even Gary's getting some. We'll talk about that later. But, like, I mean, oh. come on. <laughs> Like so, I'm like Katie. You need it, you know. So it feels like we're moving on and giving uh, these new opportunities. Like you said, even with you know, it's great to see Ray. All right, 
um, oh, and, and bringing him. I, I did love the little throwback where they had him run to get the Adam suit, and he did the, the Superman open up his shirt type, type deal. Yo, I was so glad they let him do that. I was like, yeah. that was nice. But yeah. you have to let him do that. I, you gotta let him do it. Right. I just, I love that. But like you said, I mean, even Ray with his, you know, struggling with the whole thing of, hey, listen, I don't want to be, you know, the, 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 the tech bro anymore, and I also don't want to be the Adam. And realizing that you know there's a middle ground in there for him to come th- uh, to 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 go from there and open the, starting this nonprofit and things like that. I was like, that's good. Like that is it, it for the first time in a long time. It feels like they're really moving not just Barry for but but everybody who's on the show kind of moving them uh, into some new things and, and, and moving forward. And so I really felt good uh, about how they're doing that. You know. Um, so yeah, I, I really enjoy that. Um, enjoy, you know, like you said, Barry and his, his new power, which might end up being, you know, one of the plot points of why, you know, something's happening, um, in the future anyway. But like this idea that Barry's super fast now, fast, faster as we've ever seen him be, you know, him taking on the Royal Flush gang and, and how they do that. Them going back to the Royal, Royal Flush, Flush gang, mm-hmm. you know, with as metas, you know, uh, like. All these things, it felt um, both um, new, but also felt like very familiar. Some we've been before. So, I I'm with you. I really did enjoy that as well. I also think this brings a larger point, a problem really, with the Arrowverse as a whole. How many of y'all expect me to believe there are this many Nors running around any one friend group? Because. <laughs> When Ray was like, oh, Nora's taking care of the orphanage. Like, Nora, what's his fuck with his daughter for? Why is he messing with Barry's daughter? <laughs> oh, no, wait. That's also his wife, which is actually also his wife. Very strange. The whole thing. <laughs> that was a big problem for me. But beyond that, like you said, a great episode. I love the tension. I love the way they used uh, Chunk, like or Chester P. Runk, or whatever, mm-hmm. I guess, is the name in the, in the show. But watching him kind of... Come to grips with almost the never meet your heroes type thing. Allegra as the uh, the editor. Yeah, although I'm gonna. Uh, go ahead. I do. I gotta say, Iris is foul for that. Iris, you gotta. You can't just sit there and go, "Hey, you're in charge now. I'm gonna go off and do this other thing." No, no. You as the boss still needs to go in there and tell oh, everyone. Oh, Iris foul as shit. Yeah, Iris. <laughs> Iris is like, I, you know, honestly, if they're reviewing episode four like they're also shooting a reality show out of the CCM. Then that would make sense. I was like, okay. She's trying to boast. I get it. She's trying to make everything a little more tension heavy, a little more angry for the film. But mm-hmm. you're right. Like that. Hey, here's your new job. Well, how should I do it? You'll figure it out. Yeah. Hey, like, gosh, listen. yeah, they're supposed to. Right. The fuck? It's like, <laughs> at least let me know that's the plan. I'm sorry. Like, as a manager, let me just tell you. Like, that is a horrible way. What Iris just did there was horrible. No, you have to. And especially when you have people. That and this is a series. We do have people that are more experienced, but you're putting somebody who's not in charge of them because you feel like they are right for that role. You absolutely have to give them cover. You cannot just be like, yeah, 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 nah, you'll figure it out though. And then at the end, when she was like, yeah, you got, you got it out of them, great. Yeah, they're still not gonna like you because you're a manager. So I'm like, uh, no, my people actually like me, so mm, I don't. They like it in your, they like it in your face. They, 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 <laughs> you're the manager, you're the boss. It's like you're drunk, Chris. As your friend, your jokes are not funny. Well, here's the thing. That's that's the, that's the thing. I don't tell the jokes off the office. That's the, it. You see, oh, see, 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 Chris. Chris does not <laughs> appear in the office. They do not know Chris. That's how I know this works. Yeah, no, no, no. Now I am very secretive at work. They probably think I'm a Batman. It's just, it's, it's very thing. Yeah, you have no idea what I do. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I can I can literally save the world of the weekend, and they'd be like, "Hey, what did you do this weekend?" I'm like, "Nothing. I absolutely did nothing." Yeah. It was, did it, you read? It, no. I sat in a room quietly for like, and, and, and like, and like, it, I've turned into a game now too. So like, they knew I bought that X Men game, and so they keep asking me, "It's like, so have you played it? How is it?" I'm like, you know what? I haven't even set it up yet. Knowing damn well on my Facebook, it is there and lights and everything else. I'm talking about how awesome it is. It's like, haven't even taken it out of the box, guys. Don't even know about it yet. Sorry, guys. You know, they're not, they're not vampires. If they have information on you, they can't actually like steal your soul or anything. Eh, is that proven, though? We're going to deal with Chris's need to go to therapy later. <laughs> um, let's talk about this tech conference. Because now we've gone from Barry and Harry's Star Labs to Star Labs is doing some shit sometimes. So now we're hosting a conference where Ray is honored to be invited. Look, mm-hmm. I get it. It's, it well, I mean, it's, it's basically Comic Con for tech bros. It's so this is a for the thin slice of sports fans who also listen to this podcast. It is the Sloan Sports Conference in Boston. <laughs> they do a Sloan Sports Analytics Conference. Then it went from like occasionally like one or two people would go to now it's like it's nerd Christmas because they value the white guys doing numbers over the black bodies doing the sports. Um, but that's neither here nor there. I liked how they pushed all these characters, save for really Barry and Iris, because Iris was on that foul ship, <laughs> into kind of outside their comfort zones. Mm-hmm. I like that Barry and Iris are both very focused still on trying to have this kid, these kids, but I like that, you know, we've got the interruptions. We know they've said, said it right there, excess and impulse can come back, um, and they're kind of the parents of this group, but it's bad parenting right now. Like, Chester probably could have had more of a conversation than just Barry being like, no, I'm the one he's not avoiding. Uh, <laughs> see you later. Like, what the fuck, Barry? Like, have a conversation. And can we talk about the elephant not in the room? Oh, oh, Joe? Yeah, man. When Chester said the thing about being dead and then looked at Cecile and apologized? Yeah. That didn't hit you weird? It did. But like... And then Barry giving out, Barry's giving out Joe West advice. But like, not enough. Like, he's not doing it well enough. Yeah. I'm yeah. They, they, you can't one. You can't kill Joe off screen. So there's that. So they kill him in a flashback. Yeah, that's true. They could. But like, um, here's the thing though. And I think we've talked about this before. At some point, you do need to roll Jesse L. Martin off, just because you're right. Like, mm-hmm. you can't have you, you you can't have two Daddy West given 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 advice. You kind of, and I think they've done a good job of, of kind of balancing that over the the season. Although I do think that. What they did last season, I think, really w- would have worked. Joe just needs to give advice to other people. Like, I think Joe working mm. with Kramer worked really well. So, yeah. and, and being there while while kind of ceding control of Team Flash. And then every now and then, you, you know, Barry's going to need somebody to talk to, right? You know, in the comics, he has Jay, you know? So, mm. I, I do think that you can keep uh, Joe West. He's going to have to have a, a smaller role, you know? So And that's fine. Yeah. And that's okay. And that's fine. And just... I just want to make sure that we address the fact that they made a very big allusion to Joe might just fucking be dead. Like they stayed, they didn't tell you Joe's dead, but they said they made a very strong "is Joe dead" allusion in this episode. I just want I everybody just know. Want to I, just want, I just want to make sure everybody knows it was him, not me this time. No, I just listened. No, I didn't write the shit. I'm paying attention. That's all it is. I'm just bringing it up. Yeah. I don't want to say y'all missed this. That's what I don't want to hear. Here's what I didn't see. No, we saw it. We just rather not talk about it. I just I I I would try to turn over a new leaf and not mention it, but since you did, yeah, call me weird too. Okay, okay. Now that now that you've properly put it out there, I can now say, yeah, it did catch me weird too. All right, I can say. Okay, okay. All right. 
Um, also love the fact that they also drop like again. This is also this is how you do it with when you have this many, many characters. They're dropping the hint. Oh yeah, Sue bought the building. <laughs> right, just just remind, quietly reminding us that Sue is loaded. Rich as hell. Right, and just, her boyfriend is invisible. Yeah. <laughs> They're like Sue. No one's like, hey, how are her and Ralph? There's like Sue owns the building. Really? Yep. Okay. Oh, and they kept it moving. Also, uh, R- R- Ray pointed out that, hey, have you worked out? I'm like, yeah, because it, you know what? Grant actually did work out a lot. <laughs> Yo, you know, at some point he was like, yeah, I could just put this in the script. Right. <laughs> right. Well, Grant, you know, we don't like to take script suggestions. I know you don't, but I've been here longer than all of y'all. So what I'm going to need you to do is point put out. these gains in right. the script. Right. It's like, listen, I worked hard, I worked hard on these, so... I'm gonna need you guys to uh, go ahead and point this out. So. Thank you for noticing. Like um, what? Like <laughs> yeah. Um, and honestly, also I got to put out there. Um, and we talked about this last year. I think the last couple of seasons they stepped their their uh their CGI game up because I like what they did with uh, Despero. Um, and just overall the the CGI looked really good. Oh, Despero looked fantastic. I was really, really uh, not expecting that. I thought Despero. I saw the because everything they released in the promo and kind of the beginning was just was just the character. Homie and Mohawk, and yeah. I was like, "That's fine, I guess." So yeah, I'm not gonna. Lie. I was with you too. I was like, "Okay, so we're just gonna go with the guy in the Mohawk." I don't think I'm gonna say anything to anyone. Like, no right. one cares about my opinion, but I will just say whatever. And yeah. then they were like, "Oh no, 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 we got you," and I would appreciate that. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. So I I did appreciate that. Um. Yeah. And so it's going to be interesting seeing what uh, what really comes out of this. You know, is it really, you know, Barry? Because, again, here's the thing. Barry got all these powers and there's all this, the forces and all these things happened last season. You know, maybe Barry does go a little crazy. And then we also know mm. there is Thawne out there. Like, there's a lot of things that could happen that can cause uh, what Despero is, is, is saying. So, including himself. Um, so, yeah. Interested in seeing how that works. Also... I I, I I guess I'm just forgetting from last season. I guess Kramer doesn't know Barry's the Flash. No, because remember there are all those God speeds around, so anyone could have given her that speed at the time. Yes, that's right. Okay, I think we, I, I kind of jumped to the same point. So I was like, wait a second, doesn't Kramer? Right, 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 right. It got me. I was like, because she was like, wait, is there a problem with me being a meta? I was like, why would you? Why would one meta have a problem? I was like, oh, you don't know. Yeah, that's exactly. Oh. I was like, I was like, because <laughs> she said, you think I have a problem with you know me hunting metas? That that is one thing, but like. I'm also mm-hmm. a meta. Like, I am a meta. As opposed to saying us both being metas or some shit like that. You're right. I, I got that too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it also reminds you that as much as we feel on the show, watching the show, everyone knows this nigga's identity. It's lo- still a secret to the point where he could impress Despero by revealing his identity right. in 2030, from 2031. Right, right. Also, I... <laughs> if his kids keep visiting from 2040, Despero got the wrong math. Yeah. That's what, again, the I'm... Math. I'm inter- I'm Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, yeah. Yeah. I'm, there's going to be a point where he tries to reach them and they can't get to him because the future's gone because this was right or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, I think you're, I think that this is going to be, because they made it such a big point of it in Act 1 and in Act 3 about the time travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we will see. We will see. Um, Yeah. So, so far, so good. Uh, Again, they're keeping this all in house. Uh, you don't have to jump around between different shows. We're getting uh, just five episodes from here. They made a mention of, of calling Alex um, to try to figure out what uh, what alien uh, Despero is. So um, 
Yeah, I'm interested in seeing where this goes. Uh, so far, we're oh, off to a good start. And apparently, they've rolled Jay Garrett canonically in a Star Girl. Oh, nice. So he showed up there. So yeah. I think it's and and reading some of the ship interviews, he was like, "Yeah, I get to be more Jay Garrick than I have been in the other shows." So he's truly a mentor. Like he's essentially like their Superman. Nice. So I think I may that may get me to uh, to maybe this over the holidays, maybe take a peek at Star Girl. Mm-hmm. Nice. Not too bad. So um, yeah, like I said, it. It feels good to be like I said that moment when 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 Barry takes on the Royal Flush Gang. I was like, ah, uh, you know what? I needed this. I needed that moment of starting the season off with a confident Barry that knows how to use his powers, and basically was just like, yeah, I can think of super speed. So after you read my mind, I just changed my, I changed my mind. <laughs> Yo, he worked the fucking Royal Flush Gang. I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, God, it was, it was like it's 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 been a while since we really had a chance for Barry to kind of show. It's like you guys do. I, I think. I get beat up so many times in the season. I think people forgot who. Let me reintroduce myself. I'm, mother, I'm Barry Motherfucker. You know, it reminds me of that uh, Ultimate Spider-Man issue when he's fighting the Wild Pack on the roof. Mm-hmm. You can't touch me. I have spider powers. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Like... Yeah, just you know. Every now and then, you kind of need to remind yourself. It's like, oh yeah, Barry's <laughs> really fucking flat, fast, and can. No, you guys don't stand a fucking chance. Yeah. It's like year eight, bro. Like, you're the yeah. Royal Flush Gang. I'm out. Yeah. It's like, come on, guys. <laughs> it's like, all right. So, um, cool. Uh, that was great. Let's talk about this uh, Legend of Tomorrow and why AI is terrible. Um, <laughs> no, AI saved the season. Uh, <laughs> season seven, episode six of Legends Tomorrow. I'm just, uh, I mean, yeah, you're right. It did save the season at the same time. Um, uh, AI can be a problem. like Because like coming up to the 100th episode, I was very con- concerned that the bad guy was going to be Bishop again. Mm-hmm. And they set you up kind of down that path. Like, shit, they're going to read you last season. And you know they're smarter than that. We also knew that that bishop had to get to the point of being on that alien planet. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, man, we'll see, we'll see. And in the whole episode, I'm thinking, oh, this is like the Kang push. We're slowly pushing him to become the bishop he was. And then, like, the not-so-subtle twist of Gideon be like, actually, fuck that noise. I'm Gideon. We're running the timeline. We have to kill these people. And now we have a real big bad that we haven't had yet. We haven't done AI yet, which is well, crazy. Well, that's so a couple of things. One, I knew it was going to be a problem as soon as they stepped. He stepped in the ship. Uh, Bishop stepped on the ship with Ava, and they had Gideon, and Gideon uh, didn't have a form. It was just that that all C and I. I was like, that's never good. Oh, it was very much good. Good morning, Dave. Yeah, very that is. Good, I'm sorry. Day. That is never a good sign. And as soon as they kept saying that, the, the, and Gideon kept pushing that the, 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 he's a time master and that his whole job is to protect the timeline, I'm like, yeah, no, I don't think he, you, you and Ava are in danger and you guys don't see it because um, I've seen enough of these movies. This is not going to be good. And so, um, yeah, you're right. So we've never done AI. And, you know, they're doing, you know, not only are they doing AI, but I think it's tied into what they've always done. Like, not just you know what makes you a legend, but what makes you human, right? Um, <laughs> I joked about this during the Flash review, you know, with you know with human Gideon and Gary, but it's true, neither one of them are human, right? And so, you know, you got these two finding out what it means to be human, and um, 
yeah, um, deciding to have sex. And uh, I love that that Sarah kind of knows and goes, nah, nah, that didn't happen. And I'm like, of course it did. Of course it did. Because, yes, the show will do that. So, um, but yeah, I think that, um, I, I, I really think that that's something we haven't seen before in terms of doing with AI. And now you have a way of, of legend against something that they've never had to deal with before, which is not just AI, but their AI. Well, not just their AI, but their AI chasing them through history. Yeah. Like, I like that we got these interstitials where it's kind of like, here's all the shit that's been happening in the legends. Here's why. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a clip show of clips you never saw before. Like, it's like, here's how these things happen. Here's why the wave rider got blown up by another wave rider. Mm-hmm. Here's how that failed. Here's mm-hmm. how these robots keep coming from because it, if I'm a clone dude, if I'm a dude who builds clones and I get dissuaded from building clones because the robot says, now nah, we can trust the robot more. <laughs> like, what? Because now you see that these evil Ava, or excuse me, getting AIs. Throughout history, well, mostly 1925, but still. Robo Edison, Robo uh, Hoover, not good. Robo, I mean, Robo uh, Bishop. And Robo Bishop. And I really do like the fact that this iteration is super clean and very well explained through this out. Mm -hmm. Because time travel gets a little wonky, can be confusing. Like, there are things where, like, you can foresee things coming and things where you can't. We keep going back to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but the way they pulled it off in that last season was kind of brilliant. But this, they took the, the, the viewer by the hand and said, here's why things are happening. All of a sudden, Ava is a time mistress pulling out of an, uh, an airlock or a time lock, I guess, which probably wasn't the best thing because now that could be a next big bad. Like, they, they did a lot in this episode mm-hmm. to move everything forward, but at the same time say, hey, let's put a pin in that, let's put a pin in that. That's going to be a problem later. I liked it. Mm-hmm. And also yeah. Chernobyl. Yeah, you know, <laughs> they find out where they're at, and you're like, hey. And, and again, a lot of movies, we, we get to see stuff like, you've got, again, the show drops hints of this. You kind of figure out there's something going on with, with Dr. Gwen Davis. One, that he was gay, and then two, like, you notice the first time that Sarah touched him, he got really freaked out. And so that happened again, and they talk a little bit about his trauma that he had uh, during World War One, you know, and, and what would happen there, you know. And why he feels the way he is, and what what his his goal was to try to one, you know, the, the you know save save all the, the men that died, but also really save the the man he loved, right? And um, going from there, you also seeing this other thing that the legends are doing that it is it something else we haven't done in a while, right? Which is they are actively every episode making big changes to the timeline. <laughs> You know, right? right. Like, so this is another, like, th- you know, this is a big change here. That one, there was um, the last episode. It was uh, maybe not a big change, but when you know, Mod was supposed to die and they didn't, they they told her to get away. Um, here, they just saved a bunch of people that probably would have died either directly or indirectly from Ch- Chernobyl, right? Um, and so these are major things that they're doing. And so now the question becomes: Well, what do those changes? And you can't, because right. you can't fix, uh, you know, I know Ava's going around, you know, with her notepad and saying, we're going to fix this. We're going to put a pen on this. We're going to go back and do this. But IOUs, like, I believe they're called. Hmm? The IOUs. IOUs. Right. <laughs> but here's the thing about those IOUs. It's like the legends and everything they've done, right, in every season before, when they're fixing time, 
friction changes to the timeline, they've always been stopping somebody from dying early or, or something from not happening, things like that. These IOUs are basically going, some of these IOUs are basically like, yeah, go back so this person dies in this day. Mm-hmm. And so the question then becomes, well, you guys are supposed to be the good guys. So are you guys going to do that? Are you going to go back and stop yourselves from warning people who are going to die horrible deaths? Like, so this is, you know, they're, they've been doing the whole, you know, what does it mean to be a legend type deal? What does it mean to be human? But really, I think they're also now, what does it mean to be, this, this might also be a, what does it mean to be a time master? What does it mean to protect the timeline? You know, are you really protecting the timeline when you letting all these people die? The answer is technically yes. If you listen to the, you know, evil Gideon, but is that what the legends do? Right. And so I think that's going to be an interesting thing throughout this season that they've been doing really, really well and slowly getting us there with this cast of people. Cause like almost everybody's making that choice and they're like, well, we shouldn't do this. Is that's going to be bad? And they're like, Oh, fuck it. All right, cool. Let's go and do it. You know, this is like two or three times in a row. They've done that. We're like, we shouldn't do this. It's going to be too big of a change in the timeline. But I mean, shit, Gwen Davis is not supposed to be alive. Yeah. You know, in any part of the timeline, in any part of the timeline. So like they've actively been making these big, big changes here. So I'm, I'm, yeah, this is one of those ones where I'm really interested in seeing where where things go um, because of the circumstances they've been into when they've been forced to... And remember, the, this is the Legends also going through time trying to get back to the regular time. They're not supposed to be changing the timeline. They're not supposed to be... They're not, they're not doing time anomalies or anything like that. They're just plopped down in the... It's, it's the thing we hear all the time about when... Um, and this is why I love Legends, right? Because Legends, I feel like, is one of the most progressive shows that the CW does with this. You're getting, you know, a bunch of women and people of color drop down into these times of horrible times, and they're being forced to do the decision of, well, what do you do? You know, like, are you going to just sit back and watch these injustices happen, or are you going to do something about it? Well, you know, according to the time manual, the answer should be, do nothing about it. Not your time. But... With these these group of people, you're like, no, I can't just sit by and let these people die. And they're not even like, not even like they did like a big thing. Like, they, Gwen Davis didn't go and like, I'm gonna fix the reactor so it doesn't blow up. It's like, no, I'm gonna get on the uh, on the announcement and tell people to go and save their families. Right. You know, it's those kind of things. It's things that are done, you know, out of the goodness of your heart and not like a selfish need of of going back and doing things. So I think that's been one of the interesting things they've been doing with this season. It's it's gelled really well because, you, you know, this cast works really, really well together um, across the board. Um, and the pairings they've been doing, like, we joked about it, but, like, you know, the human Gideon and, and Gary, you know, pairing. It works because neither one of them are human, <laughs> you know. Um, Zari and Nate having discussion. And Zari, you know, Nate having the talk with himself in real and like, Hey, no, I don't need, I don't need, Gary, I don't need your help. I just need to talk about this for myself. You will not be a sounding board today. Yeah, you're not going to be a sounding <laughs> just board. Just very declaratively, like, yeah. hey, you know, it's not going to happen. Me bouncing this off your ass. Yeah. So, just do this stuff. Right. You know, Spooner and, uh, and Astra taking, uh, you know, uh, Ava and, and Sarah on their things to let them, you know, kind of work out their aggressions and then come back because they needed that, you know. <laughs> you know, of course, uh, Ava needed to chop some things down with an axe. And, you know, uh, Sarah needed to kill something. So it's like, now they're all As better. someone who's watched his wife rage garden lately, <laughs> I get 
<laughs> Bro, you, this is how you deal with anger, huh? <laughs> I, it's so funny because like, when you have your birthday, this reminds me of something. I told my girlfriend this. I was like, you know, I can tell when you don't want to go to the gym in the morning because um, she was like, how do you can tell? I was like, because when I come back upstairs, like the bed is completely like a mess. But when you're not going to the gym, oh, I was happy. The pillows are done. They got a little cut in the pillows. <laughs> Everything's done. It's all neat, night and nice and everything. You're, you're great. But like when you go to the gym and it's like, and then there was one particular day where she was going to the gym, but I decided that day I wasn't going to work out because I had worked out uh, all that, all the work I was going to do this week. And I was just sitting, she was like, oh, I guess I got to go to the gym and it's 630 anymore. I'm like, yeah, you have fun with that. I'm not going. And when I tell her, I was like, when I saw the bed that morning, I realized that I was in danger and it could have been very dangerous for me that day. I'm glad you could read the clues though. That's right. It's like, and so it's like, you need that, right? You, your significant other, sometimes you, they need to have the, you know, get the, get the anger and aggression out and you guys come back together and everything's lovey-dovey and fine. Like you just, sometimes you need that shit, you know, I get it. I understand, you know, and I got to say this too. Nate's going to be a great captain. Cause. Oh yeah. Nate, oh, yeah. I mean, again, ah, this is, man, I really, really need Nick. Not I'm real name, real act. I'm, I really need you not to fuck this up in real life. Because the same. I last feel I, like as many people came in Nate's neck as a character over the years. We know by now. No, I, I, you're right. I'm just saying, cause the last time I got on the train of some white guy on, on one of these shows, they let me down and got fired for the show. So I'm just saying. That tiger went tight. Yeah, that tiger went tight. So, Nick, I need you to do a great job because, listen, man, I'm on, I'm on the Nate train now. I'm officially all aboard the Nate train. I think Nate's been doing a great job. He's seeing that he he sees the field. He's over there giving people directions, sending you know, people I out. Think, and, honestly, his partnership with, uh, with Ray really, really kind of set the table for this. No, it did. It did. You know, I, I well, you know what it is? It's. It's that thing of, and, and as much as we talk about all the other relationships on this show, well, the one thing we haven't talked about on this show a lot that when I look at it, I'm like, wow, that's actually, it's actually true. You know, the non-toxic platonic male friendship that this show has. Mm-hmm. Like, they've done a really good job of that. It's like, you know, the bros are like, usually when you hear bros, you're like, oh, God, what are they doing? It's not, not here. Male right, no. friendships matter, man. Yeah, these male friendships between like you know Nate and Ray, um, you know everybody and Roy, right? Because everybody just say he, you know, they, you know, Roy, you know, you liked everybody. Unapologetically, right? Roy. Right. You know, um, B Rod and Nate, like they all of them. It's like it, it's all just like, and then and then the platonic relationships that those male characters have with the other women, with the women on the ship. Right, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Sometimes there are relationships, but a lot of times it's just like straight out friendship. It's like, hey, yeah, no, we're gonna do this and stuff like that. So, yeah, no, it, ah, uh, man, yeah, I really, really enjoyed. Um, I'm really enjoying the 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 um, push for Nate and what they've been giving Nate to do, and not making him just this. I also, you know, the relationship with him and Zari has stabilized. Him finally saying, "You're right," instead of having her come on to the ship all the time, having him say, make the sacrifice, say, no, I'm going to go live in the totem with you sometime. Like, that's well, good. Watching them be mature and be like, hey, let's have a conversation what we want, what we need. Mm-hmm. Let's not do the CW drama horse shit. Let's just talk mm-hmm. about what we desire, what, what what's best for us. And then I love Zari even being like with Davies, oh, yeah, you're old-timey. So then when you talk about things, you feel better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know, I th- again, this show, as silly as it is, is so mature, 
You know, it's a very mature show, and I really love how uh, they 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 pull all this stuff together and do it, and it, and it works really really well. So, um, yeah. I also love that we can talk about Matt Ryan's performance as Davies and how different and diametrically opposed to Constantine's play to those, but I think it's great. Mm-hmm. On like a larger meta scale, that this entire show, the, the conceit of time travel, exists because one man loved another man so much he couldn't let go. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's it. Like yeah. without talking about Alan's smile or poetry or like holding onto those dog tags, there's no there's no legends. Not just getting back to the present; they don't exist. Mm-hmm. Like that's I think that the way they're able to unfold and unpack and enrich this narrative. What are we, season six, seven? Seven, yeah. Seven years later. Like, that's so, I I'm, I, I, don't want to sound like over the top about this, but I think that that matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really do. Yeah, no, it does. It does. So, um, really like what we're doing here. Uh, love the fact that, also, you know, Bishop escaping, but like, love the fact that he was literally trapped on some... <laughs> Well, no, you're the time master. It's just me and you together. Is one time master and one AI. I'm like, see, this is why. This is this is this is why, you know, we had to give Gideon some some personality. This is why. <laughs> this is this is why this is why Rip had to do this because. Um, Yo, <laughs> just saying, just saying. This is this is kind of scary, you know. Like I was waiting for her to put herself into her own body, you know. You know that's coming too, at some point. You know, because mm-hmm. like at this point, it's like, well, why don't I just put myself into one of those clones? Because now I, Gideon has access to a facility. Oh, good point. A clone, a, yeah. So at some point, at some point, Gideon could do this. So. Uh, little things I wanted to mention. I'm really glad that Gary's third nipple is still canon. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yes. I think that's uh, Gary saying the more handsome the face, the harder it is for me to read. That's very funny. <laughs> Maybe we'll see dinosaurs. You better hope we don't see dinosaurs, Gary. I like that they can always just threaten Gary. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the interesting of Sarah Bishop could be a very bad reunion. Mm-hmm. Bishop. Because Sarah's effectively immortal, which I keep forgetting. Mm-hmm. But Sarah can't actually be killed. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, shout out to this show for watching Loki because... You know, anything we do this close to a traumatic event won't be won't matter because it's all going to end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, I right. see you. Right, right. Which is it's it's so funny. Like it's the, the scene the loop. You know, Bishop destroying the Wave Rider is what caused all these other big events that happen, which are causing Gideon, the evil Gideon, to think that these legends are need to be wiped out. Well, they need to mm-hmm. be wiped out now because of what. It's just it's a self fulfilling prophecy, right? It's it's yeah. Love how they kind of they kind of do that, and like you said, seeing them close a loop on it was was really well. So, um, yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be interesting. Love how this goes. So, um, all right. Uh, before we get out of here, was there any other big news and any like major trailers or anything dropped? I think I remember. This this week was oh you know what it was, Mobius. Oh yeah yeah that's I haven't watched. Oh no trailer. wait I didn't watch the fucking trailer. Oh, watch the trailer. No way home. Let's go, Chris. Chris. Yes. Chris, yes. Chris. Nigga. 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 <laughs> nigga. Nigga. Like twelve hours later, we're at twenty-seven million views, guys. Like, 
We're sick, but we're also right. Like, just know that. You're sick for how many times you watch. Yes, you. Listener. Listener here. This is Deepal. Hi. Good to talk to you. Thanks for listening. You're a sick person. Like, I know in, how many times you watch. In, in business score, they got to... Like, what's the chapter on how much money Marvel Studios is going to make Sony because Sony couldn't do it themselves? Like, because, like, I keep forgetting that also this is an MCU movie. This is this is, this is is for Sony. They're not even doing it for you. Like, can, Sony would never have been able to do this. Like, you just need Sony to say thank you. Sony never dreamed of it. Like, ah, ah, come on. And it's just doing it so simply. Like, oh, wow, let's just take Electro. How about we make him look like the comics? Yo, this thing has got Tim's on. Oh, come on. I mean, yeah. Deadass. Come on. Come on. I mean, come on. Come on. You got Dr. Deadass in here, too. You know, you got the Columbia hoodie and everything like that. You know, come on. I mean, you saw it. You seen it? Yeah, you see it. I mean, come on. We know what it is. We know. I mean, come on. Yeah, we know what it is. You know, this is New York throughout, throughout, throughout. Come on. We know this. So. Um, no, but they gave Jamie like a face again. Like he's not throwing blue lightning. I I know. Like some of the stuff I'm very much like. Oh, it's clearly taken from the the Sonyverse. Well, clearly, some of it's not. It well, it's, because well, yeah, the it, Sandman we get at the end of the Sonyverse doesn't die. He leaves of his own full, uh, own accord. Yeah, yeah. But the lizard we get doesn't die. Yeah. He's locked up in the end of that movie. So there's a lot of like little indiscrepancies there. I've got theories. Let's talk about the trailer before I get to theories. Nigga, like what? Like what? Like yo, them cracking on Otto Octavius's name yeah. is. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, God. Now I want to remind everyone of the Iron Man 3 corollary. Iron Man 3 is the moment that Marvel realized they didn't have to actually sell you what was in the movie. We just sell you the opportunity to see what could be in the movie. Mm-hmm. So that's when Iron Man 3 is when all the advertising had all those fucking suits. And people bought review bomb that movie because you spend the entire movie waiting on the suits. Go watch it again over the holidays. It's a very passable, very good Christmas movie. It's actually pretty enjoyable. You're not waiting on the fucking suits the whole time. Mm-hmm. That being said, since then, very little from any third act of any Marvel movie has made its way into any initial marketing. Yes, they'll release it afterwards. And yes, it'll make a commercial after in-game. They'll have the Avengers Assemble moment, of course. But pre-movie coming out, very rarely is a third act ever viewed in a Marvel movie. I believe we got one scene with the Statue of Liberty and all the portals opening up. Chris, I ask you, if the portals are opening... Why would it just send bad guys, Chris? Exactly. Right. Right. I mean, we. And why we, would it just send the bad guys that we know? Like, that's like people are like, oh, we're good. So I'm like, why would you limit yourself? Why would you think this is the only thing we're getting? Like, why would the things they showed you be the only bad guys we get? Right. What kind of dunce cap idiot? I need people to realize what we've seen here, what Marvel's done for the last 12 years. Well, we also know they, they, they edit. I mean, there's a big deal being made about. You know, uh, the lizard getting punched by something that doesn't exist. Like we okay, know so, they also. Ed- know, that's a glitch and whatever. I don't, it, well, no, no. Here's the I thing. I have it, a theory about that. It well, doesn't well, involve Andrew Garfield or uh, well, the other one, Toby. May, maybe not. But like again, we also know that there's plenty of times when Marvel will literally cut a trailer for scenes that don't exist. Or hey, you guys or that, um, that, that that Rogue One scene where she walks down the pathway with the lights that yeah. doesn't appear in the movie. Yeah, I mean these things are sometimes sometimes they're they're leftover uh, things they cut sometimes and 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 Marvel this is a lot they were literally cut like I I want to say the scene where in Infinity War where Cap is trying to uh, uh, push against uh, Thanos and and the Gauntlet the stones aren't in the Gauntlet at that time I don't believe when you see it in the trailer I don't believe they're in nope. there but they're in the, the movie also the movie, you got to remember they scrub Spider Man from the early Civil War trailer. Exactly. So, like I said, like 
we we know that they have no problem doing it, which is a smart thing to do because here's the thing, you know, it's supposed to the trailers will the build anticipation for you to go see the movie. Right? Not supposed to tell you what's happening in the movie and trying to determine this is why I found it funny. You know, because now they've done two different things in the movie. When the first one made it seem like it was Doctor Strange's fault for for why the, the spell went bad, and then in this trailer is, is Strange going like, "You fucked up the you fucked up the spell." So it could be like either one of those. It could be like nothing that you thought was happening happened. Like this is we've seen this happen in in, in these trailers before from what happens in the movie. So and that's fine. So to me, this is just the possibility. The fact that we've even gotten here, right? The fact that there's even a possibility that you're getting, you know, you might get other Spider-Men to show up. You know, the fact that we're getting all these these villains from other uh, other universes showing up, from other Spider-Man movies showing up. Like, all these things. The fact that we're all doing this, and Marvel's just like, yeah, we're going to throw this in our movie. And you know what? Not only are we going to throw it in the movie, but we're, we're telling a larger multiversal story anyway, because we've been doing this across the board. So, yeah. Strap in. Anything's possible. You know? That's the that's the exciting thing for me. Like, where we go? Because here's the thing, um, not shown in there, but I would love for him to show up again. I would love for the bolster to show up again, just because. Like, hey, Michael Keaton was uh terrifying as the vulture in that first film. Just, just in case we forgot, just want to remind people. Um, yeah. So. So yeah. do you have any theories? I know I know we don't like to do this all the time, but I figure this is one of those big enough ones where we can share some theories. Do you have a theory on how this could unfold? No, I do not. All right. So I think they're telling the truth about those other two Spider-Men. I think if they're in it, it's going to be shorter than we think. I think we're about to get a cinematic Spider-Verse, including Emma Stone and Spider-Gwen. And I believe this all ends with Sony agreeing to take Peter Parker because his reality in the MCU, they know who he is. But what if they slid over another spider? What if they slid over Miles Morales mm -hmm. and get that story started? Tom Holland in the interviews with GQ said, hey, I shouldn't be doing this. I'm 30. Maybe it's time for them to make a Miles Morales film. No I one mentioned Miles Morales before that. Yeah. I he brought it too. up. Yeah, I saw that too. Um, and I think it's more impactful. I think it's a great smokescreen for these other Spider-Men if it turns out that the, the actual co-star is Miles. Mm -hmm. um, I could be wrong, but I think that they're giving you a lot of stuff that you think is going to happen and that could happen and that might happen, but also the biggest Spider-Man movie of the last 10 years was Into the Spider-Verse, the animated movie. So they've called this the end game of Spider-Man. They've called it that. I do believe it's the last one on the current MCU deal. I think he's got one more appearance under the shared deal. But this is how they threaded the needle with Fox and MCU early. It was say, hey, we've got Quicksilver, but you've got, or excuse me, we've got Quicksilver, but you've got Pietro Maximum. Mm -hmm. And so they were able to kind of split the baby there. Here, it's a lot simpler. These two companies have had a working relationship. If they're going to say, we're going to build you a Spider-Verse, and you can have it, and we'll give it back to you. Because this is some spoilers. Venom 2, didn't see it, won't see it, don't care. It ends with Venom and Eddie Brock getting shunted into the MCU. So if these incursions, if you will, hmm. are occurring before our movie even starts, because it's shown in that movie that he sees J. Jonah Jameson out Peter Parker. So if these incursions are coming before our movie even starts, maybe the climax is to make them stop by sending Peter out of our reality and bringing in a young man named Miles Morales.
I don't know what's going to happen. I think I fantasy book it, and that's what I would do. I think that that gets out of a lot of legalese way as far as who gets what spider characters. You can definitely draw a line of delineation. I think it's very interesting that there is a current Spider-Man plot line in the comics dealing with this very issue. Mm-hmm. Who is legally Spider-Man? So I, I don't know, Chris. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm thinking too much about it. Hey, if it's Tobey Maguire in that ridiculous suit and Andrew Garfield in his much better suit, I'm okay with that. If it's uh, uh, Gwen and MJ and MJ getting thrown off buildings, I'm fine with it. If it's just what they've shown us and a couple cameos, I'm fine with that. And I think that's but the thing. I, yeah, I think that's the thing. In game for a reason. I think that's the thing. I would love for them because they did kind of mention because. Um, uh, Aaron is in this, you know, he was um, uh, Donald Glover. So he mm-hmm. mentioned his, he mentioned his nephew. So we do know Miles exists. So in in this in this universe, um, I think it would, and we've said this before, even before uh, this got to this point, is it would be smart um, for Sony and and Marvel to kind of split it off? Whether it's you know, it, there's another way that they could do it too. Sony could take Miles, which you know you can feel how you want. I think we want Miles because we want we want that. You know, we want Miles, but the reason why I say that because Inner Spider Verse was Sony, right? So they okay, might so not they might not want to get rid of Miles, and then they let you know Marvel keep Peter or swap swap it either way, right? I the do, only reason I say is Miles is because if you look at what they're doing as far as Young Avengers, it's yeah. a clearly younger, more divorced crowd. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. I, I know. Oh, I know why you said it. Because uh, <laughs> they're clearly building. Because I don't know if you saw the. Uh, I, I don't. Know, did, did you see the steel? Did you see a steel, steel of uh, Haley when uh, when she was asking oh, about Young oh Avengers and she looked back at she looked back at King of Kevin Feige and Feige would just say a dagger at her. It's like no. So yeah, the look on Feige's face was bitch. You know better. Don't even look at me. What are you doing? How dare you turn around? Oh man. <laughs> How about you hold some fucking water and just sit there like a G? How about you stand like a G should? Kevin yeah. Feige was the angriest I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah. So he, he, he looked at her and was like, she's looking at him and was like, what? Young Avenger? Never heard of it. What? What are you talking about? Mm. Yeah. So, no, I'm with you, right? He's like, so Haley, I, speak Spanish. Do right, something. Right, right, right. So, I, no, so I'm with you. You know, even if it's like, hey, you guys can keep doing the animated films with, with Miles, but let us have the, the live action Miles. I think that works well. And that way they can also, like you said, keep doing the Peter stories in the oh, Sony version. it's the green of the IP. You've, we've given you something that's already built. Let us mm-hmm. build Miles. Mm-hmm. We built you this. Take it right. back and, then go and play with it. Right. But let us build Miles. Right. And so so they could. So I'm I'm from with any of that. I'd also like to just warn people because, like I said, I've been doing a good job of just kind of avoiding anything that comes up outside of the trailers for this. And I warn people. Like you said, don't Iron Man 3 this to yourselves. Don't work mm-hmm. yourselves up. Because I've been already seeing people do that a little bit. Oh, yeah, you know, Daredevil's going to be a do- Like, stop, guys. Stop. Stop looking at every single rumor site and things like that and building up your head what this story is going to be. Here's the thing. I have no idea. And at this point, after watching what they did with Loki and all this other stuff, I'm like, I don't want to. Yeah, I, I have no idea where they could be going with all this stuff. You know, it's, there's, there's so much they could do. There's so much they, they don't have to do. It's something too. It's like, they don't have to do it all in this movie because they have other movies. that are also about the multiverse. So, so, you know, just because, you know, somebody doesn't show up or do something in, in this one thing doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. Just maybe not happening right this second. So I, that's my big, my big takeaway from it is don't, 
don't talk yourself out of this movie because it's not going to be the movie in your head. So there's that. Um, also wanted to point out that um, they're also getting uh, and, and casting news. Delroy Lindo is uh, going to be joining. Uh, Delroy is going to be bringing uh, joining um, Blade. So um, I'm in. They don't have that on the calendar yet. Shh. You know I'm. No one. Is that what? No one talk about it. Just let them cook quietly. Yeah. So so but see that's the thing for me. It's like. Because I do know that they've done some things with Blade, um, and set some setups for this, and also this casting news. So because it's not even on the schedule yet, I have a feeling this is going to be one of those things. Because um, is he still leading the Avengers in the comics right now? Is who? Blade. Wasn't he he's still on the Avengers? He's still being like utilized in Avengery ways. And they let the vampires be a big part of Jason Aaron's run. So, it's not over yet. Like he's still being right. favorite part. So I'm I'm thinking that we're going to. I'm thinking we're they they they're going to do some stuff with, with maybe Blade becoming more of a connectivity connective tissue between these things and the MCU. So I think that might be also one of the reasons why his movie is not on the schedule yet. I think it's one of the things we're going to start seeing more Blade related things throughout the rest of these movies coming forward. So um, that's what I'm interested in seeing how they did that. Cause to me, it's been suspiciously absent on the calendar. Uh, and they, cause like it wasn't even listed in there. Like welcome back to the theater. So it's not even like, you know, they had, they, they handed out fantastic four before they even did this, but we've no, we know they, 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 they cast. So I'm like, you're going to use them before then you don't just make that announcement. And then, not even to have a date for the movie. So it, to me, sometimes when the MCU, it's what they don't talk about that mm. I start looking. It's like, you're too quiet over on that side. You're doing things, but you're quiet about it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So I'll just leave it at that. But, yeah, that's what I'm keeping my eye, eye open for because, um, yeah, I feel like they're being a little too, uh, too uh, secretive. More secretive than normal. You know, it's one thing when, you know, Kevin Feige and them are secretive, but it's like, I feel like they also use it as a weapon sometimes. It's like, they're going to, oh, yeah. We're, but then when they just go completely radio silent on something, that's when they got me. me like, they could drop Armor Wars at any moment. Like, it's, I have right. no idea what's happening. Like, exactly. I'm just like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. I know you're making it. I know that's one of the reasons why Sheetal was in Captain America, like, to set up that thing, to mm -hmm. give you, remind you, oh, yeah, he's here. And mm -hmm. now you're like, oh, yeah, our next Disney Plus shows will be out in the fall. We miss Marvel. Like, wait a goddamn second. <laughs> right. So, right, so. Uh, yeah, I ain't slick. Yeah, y'all have the right. most experienced film these Iron Man joints. Like, I okay, I'm mm -hmm. here. I'm paying. I'm listening. I'm waiting. St st I'm standing by. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just, I just, you just replied this thing from what three years ago <laughs> when I kicked you off of the character corner in Super Tuesday recap. I just saw that shit because <laughs> I was trying to present new ideas. Yeah, this is. I don't see. He had quote, uh, Debo had quote tweeted a, a Gales of Ode uh, tweet that said, ruin the Marvel Cinematic Universe in four words. And Deepalm said, Zack Snyder's on Kenny X-Men. So That's someone who understood the assignment. You You're did. very welcome. I think <laughs> I won the game. You did. You did. So. Ruin the MCU in four words. You're yeah, welcome. You, you absolutely did. You absolutely did. So. Um, all right, cool. Anything else we want to say before we, we wrap this up? No. Make mine Marvel, man. Just, just keep... 
forever until Galactus and Franklin are chilling, waiting on the new universe. Make mine Marvel. My goodness, they just want you yeah. to be happy. That's all they want. They want you to be happy. They made fun of Otto Octavius' fucking name. <laughs> Let's go. Can I, can I just say, I that, like, here's the thing, here's the thing, because that's what we need, right? We need, you, you, you need the Spider-Man with the jokes. You need the jokes while you're all making fun of the villains. You just, you need it, so... Yo, and also, let's be really real. There's a moment in that trailer where you watch Octopus's arms change. I saw it. Yep. And you're like, wait, would that be syncing up with our reality? Because if he came from our reality, there'd be some Stark tech in that bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Like, a lot of questions you gotta get asked. And they brought back old buddy uh, 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 Norman in the big old anime mask. And you know yeah. what? It looks ridiculous, but they're gonna make it scary. And that's why I love the MCU. Yes. And if Sony takes this away to make their own Spider-Verse, good luck and God bless. Just leave Miles at the door. Or better yet, leave Ben Riley. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> leave Ben. Let's get a clone saga in this bitch. Oh my God, if they backdoor a clone saga into this? Oh boy. Just what you Oh, mean. y'all said they wouldn't do one more day. Well, guess what, motherfuckers? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> everything, everything, everything's possible. Anything's, anything can happen. <laughs> Anything so, can happen. Ben Riley, bitches. If I get hoodie Spider Man before the year 2040, I'd be very happy. Anything can happen. All right, folks. Uh, again, thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe to Tuesday Recap. We ooh, are are there shows coming out this week? It's Thanksgiving. I don't I know. So. I think so. I actually think they are. I think so too because I think that everything's gotten so compressed. Yeah, let me Let's check. Uh, yep, yep. Uh, DC Legend Tomorrow is coming on the 24th. And Armageddon Part 2 is on, on the 23rd. So, yes. I'm, here for, I'm here for the Armageddon, man. Yeah. I like this. Yeah. I, I'm, this is a nice slow burn but getting to a to an event. I like it. Yeah. So, we will be back on Sunday to hear us talk about both of these things. And um, there might be some more news. I thought D23. No, D23, I think, is next month. Is it? I know this week is supposed to be. um Soon. This week is 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 supposed to be uh, <laughs> Comic Con, so we'll see how that goes. So, um, yeah, no, um, D twenty three was this weekend, so I don't know. If, I haven't heard anything. Maybe maybe nothing. Yeah. So hold on, let's just, just, yeah. just really quickly. Do we on the farm? To Google, it's a, it's a lot of park stuff. Looks like yeah, it might might be that they're not doing anything. Well, you know, they used to do the every other year. They take one year Comic Con yeah. and one year D twenty three where they announce stuff. So, yeah, that might be what it it's is. Largely a parks, a parks, um, parks announcement. Cool, got you. So, but Comic Con is this week, so <laughs> they decided to do it during Thanksgiving. So we'll see how that goes. Um, oh, yeah, Lord. yeah, come with that. So, all right, folks, thank you guys very much for listening. Until next time, we're out of here. Peace. Peace.